The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Hold out here for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Ready, trying to get this money for a real. I want to find a thing that saved my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. The Rock said, oh yeah, what up, what up, fantasy football hustler back in the building. We got some dynasty talk going. It is dynasty season. Oh yeah. And uh, we got a couple people showing up today. And uh, but first in the building, you already know it's my man, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. JC Money Desire. What is up, my family? Saturday, finally. Oh, let's get it. Let's do some talks. I'm excited. Learned a lot this year. It's gonna be fun this next year. This off season, even the off season's even. That's actually, you know what? It's probably one of the funnest times because there's a lot of things coming. There's a lot of things happening. A lot of moves happening. And speaking of moves, what up, Antonio? What up, uh, Anthony? What up, Song? And a couple people 
put it in here. Laid back day as Brady retires. Antonio, breaking news, Brady retired. And as official as a referee's whistle, Adam Schefter posted it. It's all over SportsCenter. It's going to be the talk of the day. Literally happened, and Adam Schefter posted it like not even five minutes ago. So we get to have some talks on it right away. Okay, first, I was making a joke in the, the Facebook group where I was like, man, Brady, he, he looks washed, you know, out there. He couldn't put the team on his back. And there's a whole bunch of people who just got really upset, you know, really butthurt. And then there's a bunch of people who just laughed and was like, yeah, fuck Brady, get him out of the NFL. <laughs> I'm not saying he looked washed, you know, like that was like an over-exaggeration of what I really meant, but he definitely looked like a team that was uh, a, a player that was pissed that he had to put, a mediocre-ish team on his back with all the injuries, with the A-B shit. Their defense just was a shell of themselves. This is why no team in history has ever brought back all 22 offensive and defensive starters because it's so hard to repeat. Chime in on Tom Brady, JC Money. So I was talking with a, a buddy of mine yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, the whole, you know, situation. Like, you know how we kind of talk about the mafia and all that shit from time to time and how shit's ran by whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it was kind of a good talk, and he kind of made made sense of something to me. And I, I, when I was listening to him, I was like, that makes a lot of fucking sense. He, he explained it to me in, in that game versus, you know, the Rams. It was like a gunslinger, wild, wild west type of thing. You know, the old school gunslingers, like, that's how tired. That's how Tom Brady is going to go out. So basically, what it was is, you know, two guys that are gunslingers. They come out slinging the ball. Well, look here it comes. Here comes Stafford. He's slinging the ball. He's doing making a big run at it. He's going off, and boom, you know, oh, he's got me right. Oh, Tom Brady, I'm going down. But here comes Tom Brady, right, slinging the ball back, making a big comeback, ties it up. But one last shot, right? Pulls it out. There it is. Takes down the old time gunslinger. Brady goes into retirement, rides into the sunset. I said, that makes so much fucking sense. I said, that makes so much sense. It kind of oh, does, but I almost, crazy, think, but, I almost think like Tom Brady might not be done with football. We've seen this move before. I mean, we could coin it the Brett Favre move if we want, but we may see Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both retire from football and then literally come back one year later because Tampa Bay, Everything that they did, I mean, it was all one- and two-year deals, you know, but, I mean, maybe Brady knows that Gronk isn't going to come back. Like, he was already talking about how, oh, I'm never playing for anybody other than Brady. I mean, Gronk's had a lot done on his body. Like, I mean, there's a lot a lot of injuries that he's taken, a lot of bones and muscles torn, um, you know, all that type of stuff. And um, I want to hear more. I definitely felt like this could be a thing. And who knows? This this could just be a one-year thing, and that's it. And then he comes back, gets to choose his destiny, you know, again, because he couldn't choose his destiny. He's under contract. And um, this is why no one should take pay cuts, though, in the NFL. All those pay cuts that everybody took just to get a second-round exit, you know, from the playoffs, I'm going to say most people who lost would say they'd rather just have that money at this point. Yeah, it's gonna be so. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are gonna take you know take some time off, go play a couple rounds of golf, and then just come back. No way, Antonio Gronk said he'll um, he'll possibly come back even if Brady retires. So I'm not saying you're wrong, but everything that I saw was Gronk saying that he will never pl uh, play with another QB besides Brady. I mean, he's never played with any other QB besides Brady his entire career. Like, why would he want it to be in his latter years of his career? Oh, yeah. 
And just in time, perfect timing, like a wizard always has, Mr. Bogart Scott Free in the building to chime in on this Brady talk. Can you dig it? <laughs> need that spin a Rooney. Let's see. I know, man. You need that spin chair. That show would be fire if you hit it with the spin every time. I would count as a spin a Rooney for this show. <laughs> yeah, and what up, Ronald? What's going on, bro? Dion in the building. What up? And uh, Antonio said, I saw a post yesterday, but I was drunk, so I don't really remember. Okay. Listen, Gronk. MJ, what up? Gronk's never caught it. He's he he said he'll he might come back, but he we know he said he will only play with Brady. But I just got off the phone call with Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's why Bogart was late. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's my uh, I'm usually more punctual. I am a I am a wizard, however. But going back to the phone call, we're gonna trade Jimmy to to Tampa. What if? I mean, there's a couple scenarios that we got here. Gronk will play with handsome Jimmy. <laughs> I don't think Arizona, I mean Arizona, I don't think Green Bay would trade Aaron Rodgers to anywhere in her conference. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like even a 1% chance that they no. trade? No. And not Brady, I, I mean Rodgers. If I said Brady, I meant Rodgers. No. Like they're, they're not trading him in her conference, right? No. That'd be stupid as fuck. But it would be funny. What if they traded him to, like, the Broncos or, like, you know, uh, Pittsburgh? And then, like, the people who make the schedules make sure that that division plays <laughs> the Packers well, division. That would be pretty funny. Well, the it's rotational. So, one uh, – one, I keep – listen, I'm usually good at this, but one goes counterclockwise, the other one goes clockwise. And I'm talking about AFC and NFC. So, so they already have them like planned out years in yeah. advance. Okay. Yes. And then, but as far as the, the, the outside of the, the, the outer conference division you play, you play the winner. You play the same person who ranked uh, the same as you in the division you played the year prior. So for example, we played the NFC North this year. So next year we're going to see the Niners play the Vikings. We're gonna see the Rams play the the Packers. You get what I'm saying? Okay. But, yeah. And then and then so hold on. Let's remember with me real quick. Last year, last year the Niners played the NFC South. So the NFC goes clockwise. That's why when we played the NFC South, 2021, we played the NFC North. Next year we play the NFC East. Okay. Now, it's just how it goes. And then the AFC goes counterclockwise. Okay. So if it happens to fall in place like that, like, like for example, Tom Brady, when he went to Tampa Bay, it wasn't like he was like, yes, the following year I'm playing them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you know. Especially that. Like, I mean, I know he signed a two-year contract or whatever when he first uh, when he first got there before signing. He's dumb for signing the extension. He never should have done that because then he could have held the fate in his hands this year. Well, it's also just smart on his part because then being Brady, 
you'd be able to, to demand if you wanted to go somewhere and there was a deal on the table. You know what I mean? You have the one year that give you have the extension that give Tampa Bay the opportunity to get something out of Brady if he would decided to be like, listen, I want to play with somewhere else. You know what I mean? You know, it'd be wild. What if, what if Aaron Rodgers retires this year, free and clear, free and clear. Okay. Let's just say he retires, never comes back. Let's say the same thing for Brady, Brady, big Ben and Aaron Rodgers all going into the same hall of fame class would be just fucking ridiculous. They would all make it. Oh, for sure. And you know, what's funny is if they were to make, I mean, you can't not make those guys all first ballads, but like, Brady wouldn't want to share that with anyone, dog. <laughs> I mean, you, we already know that Brady's got. How he can you? How can you not have a little bit of an ego when you're Tom Brady at this? He might point? not come back. He might come back for one more year just to be like, "Fuck these guys! I'm in my own draft class, <laughs> in my own uh, Hall of Fame class." <laughs> and I could say I played longer than you guys, and you know, started playing long before you guys. He already did play longer than them anyway, so. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I could play longer than you and be in a Hall of Fame class that's later than you. <laughs> I know he's already done that to a bunch of people, but there's not too many people in the league who were, got drafted in 2004 yeah. like Big Ben. Brady's the type of dude that could be like, all right, fuck this five-year shit. I'm done. I'm getting in this year. <laughs> And song, you the man, good looking on the super chat. And so don't forget, anyone leaving in um, anyone leaving in super chats, uh, we're doing the t-shirt giveaway, and they're going to be happening soon. Um, so anyone who leaves in a $5 super chat, you get two entries into the giveaway. So um, everyone who's already left a $5 entry, I'm doubling up, everybody. And Ronald said, well, if it isn't song, the Fournette lover. Oh, man, that was funny because uh, uh, so – I mean, we talked about that yesterday, and uh, I posted the the picture in a bunch of fantasy groups and stuff. I, I just like hearing the hearing the uproar, and you know, yeah. then everyone gets to see my page. And everyone was like, "Why the fuck was Fournette drafted in the second? <laughs> yeah. And Trey Lance was the other one that got uh, brought up a bunch. And I, I meant to tag you, Carter. Justin. See, that someone, one. Uh, that one someone posted them picking Trey Lance as their first QB in a ten team dynasty, um, super flex as well. I just want you to guess what round Trey Lance got taken in a 10 team super flex dynasty where it looked like it was heavy QB in the draft. First round. No, no, it's probably like fourth round. Lower. Oh, third. Lower. Oh no, no, no. Higher. I guess I, I'm, I'm thinking lower in the draft, not oh, lower number higher. I was looking back at the draft too. And I said, I, I probably could have got him in the fourth, but yeah. I so in the, well, I should have took Stafford and then I should have took, Kittle, where he was at, and then I probably should have. Then I probably could have got him there. And I'm just fucking with you. That's what happens when you hang around a bunch of 49er peeps like Bogart and Tyrant were in the building, and hey, we got oh, everyone oh, in the chat who are 49ers. <laughs> I know you didn't. I'm just saying the 49ers isms just rubbed off on him. So, well, the guy he showed me, and like I said, it's 10 team, but he went in the seventh round, is what it did. So, great value. Don't be, uh, don't be bumping up Trey Lance's value for no reason, bro, with these mocks. I'm going to put the next time first overall pick. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Stew in the building. What up, bro? Well, song said Niners all day. And he said, Rogers is mad because the Niners turned him down. You already know. That's why he has the biggest chip on his shoulder. Yeah. These motherfuckers took Alex Smith over me. <laughs> you know, he's, he's very proud 
he's very proud of his relationship over the years with Steve Young. And I bet you Steve Young's always like like laughing with him, like, man, they fucked up. They should have took your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Could you I can't even imagine how many Super Bowls um the 49ers would have been in well, if they, okay. they would have drafted him. How about this? He probably would have been on his back the first couple seasons, like Alex Smith was. For sure, for sure. He still would have had that bad line. I bet you they wouldn't have went through four different OCs in the in the first four years. They, prob- they probably would have. I mean, if they had drafted him, it would have been Mariucci. Maybe Mariucci's still there. You know what I mean? Or was it Mariucci? No, no, no. It was uh, – I know Mike McCarthy was the OC for the Niners at the time, which is ironic because he ended up with Rodgers. And Rodgers – Rodgers is on record for saying he always reminded him. You know well, I, mean? I got a question. Okay, because, like, Alex Smith, he started right away, didn't he? Uh, he he yeah. didn't have a year to marinate, did he? I'm not, you know, bro. I'm not too sure. I can't even remember, bro. I know he started. I know he got play his rookie year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. You don't. You don't really go to that many situations where, like, you have a first round QB and you let him sit for like two or three years behind a QB. Do you think those extra couple years really helped him? Do you think being with? I, I know that Favre was like a dick to him and wasn't really helping him, but getting to watch someone, you know, I mean, that still makes a difference. Aaron Rodgers. He always says this about Brett Favre. He always says it took later in life to realize a lot of the shit that that he learned from Favre. Like, even simple shit like how to be a professional. You know what I mean? Like, as unprofessional as Favre, you know, all the Favre stories we hear. Like, that's all the stuff that was on ESPN, you know, him flip-flopping on the retirement and all that shit. But, but like, I mean, as far as like being a leader of men, and you know what I mean, right, right. And whether that's maybe that's Aaron Rodgers saying all the right things when he's in, when he, you know, you know, on, you know, record. But still, I mean, Brett Favre seems he, like that he guy. Says, he never says that Brett Favre taught me this. Or this. It's always I learned this. Brett Favre did look like the guy who rallied all the troops. I mean, you see him on the overtime wins and shit. Like, he's hyped the fuck up. His whole team is hyped the fuck up. Like, so, if nothing else, I mean, I'm sure he still owned and controlled that huddle, no matter what drama we saw going on on ESPN. Remember that the Seahawks game in overtime? He said, we want the ball and we're going to (laughs) win. And did it. And did it. (laughs) Yeah, he threw a pick six so quick. (laughs) <laughs> and the motherfucking oh, that was <laughs> and Brett Favre went crazy on the side because you know his defense did it for him. You know what I mean? You hear that story that uh, you know when uh, after the Packers drafted Rodgers, dude Favre Favre and the uh, the the uh, practice squad quarterback would just dog on Rodgers all the time. So, anyways, there was a time when so Rodgers or Rodgers had his helmet in the in the practice and they were you know they they were out out to go out to the practice field. Roger's helmet was in the, in the, in the locker room and Favre was like, Hey, go grab me that, that helmet. He told us, uh, the other quarterback, he said, go grab me his helmet. I'm going to, I'm going to have some people's, uh, I'm going to have him, I'm going to actually have him autograph it and tell, tell him that it's a, a helmet that we're giving away to some, you know, fans or whatever. So they made him autograph his own helmet and he didn't know it was his helmet. And then he had to wear it out to the practice field like that. It's signed. Yeah. Who, and he signed it. I bet you that he signed shit his own helmet. He signed his own helmets. <laughs> that shit probably worth hell of money. 
Oh, I bet. If he was smart, he would have just sold that later on. That would have been fire. Hey, Daryl in the building. Hollywood in the building. What's going on, bro? Hey, I would have gave it to uh, Brett Favre for his birthday. Like, if I was there, like, like, listen, bro, you're going to need this. And Anthony said, I'm not ready for Brady to retire. Who am I going to hate on now? Bro, you're telling me, man. I mean, that's one of my go-tos on social media. You know, exactly. we want to we get some uh, some clicks going and some people riled up. We just talk about Brady and talk about him not being perfect. Now we're talking about Dak Prescott. <laughs> I, I hate talking about the Cowboys. Oh, 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 oh. The, dog, the dog got riled up. He's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Can't be talking about can't be talking about Dak in your house. Yeah. <laughs> and Flappy Chapper said, damn, Brady is done. That That's all we know as of now. He officially retired. He had one year left on his deal. Yeah, we will. We'll see what the hell happens. You know what people are doing right right now? They're trying to call Tampa Bay and be like, well, can we offer you this for him and see if we can convince him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the age, the agent's phone is blowing up right now. And there's gonna be all kind of teams just for this little brief moment. Well, you came on after we started talking about that. Uh, when we first started talking about Tampa and Brady, what what are your thoughts on that? I mean, like I said, I mean, I I said that he looked washed in that game, you know, on Facebook, and that was more of an exaggeration of. I mean, he didn't look that good for a guy who had to throw the team on his back. Like, yeah, he made think, some comebacks, you know, at the end, but I think. For Brady being who he is, and we all know he's egotistical. He's just really good at, like, he's, he's really good at wielding the dark side of the force where there's a whole half of the population that doesn't see him that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for him, I bet you he watched the film all week and was like, okay, I, I, I might be okay with leaving this is the last, this is what they see of me last. You know, me wielding my team tying it up in Brady fashion. And then, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I say that it's his fault because, um, you know, like last year, or any time that the defense has won it for him, Brady still gets the praise. He's like, that good to where you win John Elway. Brady. John Elway, he went out on top. But it took him, and he, and he, and he won it back to back. But he had lost it three times prior to that. And it took him, and, you know, that's all in the span of, like, what, 15, 15? 18 years or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he went out on top. And then and if he would have lost either one of those, he definitely wouldn't have the legacy that he had. And if he oh. went one more year and that team doesn't do anything, that definitely tarnishes the legacy. And you have, uh, you have, uh, what's his name, bro? Peyton Manning. Francisco, what up? Peyton Manning, he did the same thing. And the fact that Peyton Manning went out on, on top, no one's going to really remember the fact that he, it wasn't really because of him that they got that title that year. It was a combination of him, Brock Osweiler, and then mostly the defense. Fuck, I mean, I got to say all the defense. I mean, you know, in 10 years when we really don't remember, you know, that game. But fuck, like, he was such a shell of himself in that wow. game and that entire well, season. you know, if you, if you really know what's, what's up, that was the 2015 season. That was the season they started tightening up on guys like Manning, all the big profile names, because they were rumored to be getting away with the HGH uh, uh, usage, and then started they started ramping up on different tests that 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 uh, that uh, pick up on the HGH. You know what I mean? Because motherfuckers would get hurt like that in, the, in that part of their careers, they come back stronger than ever. And, and, 
Adrian Peterson after the ACL. Then then he tore the ACL again later, a couple years later, still came back. And then then he looked washed after that, right? Because yeah. it was like, look at Cam Newton. Cam Newton was still on the juice. He wasn't one of the names that was like that needed to be scrutinized. Because because <laughs> was and look at look at Cam Newton goes out and has a, a, a MVP. <laughs> Three surgeries in the offseason came back juice to the gills. <laughs> and especially like Peyton Manning's um injuries specifically. I mean, shit, didn't he have like four or five surgeries like on his neck, like after that? You know what's crazy? It's um uh, it's uh it was a neck fusion, like a spinal fusion shit. You know what I mean? So like I think he could like turn his head all the way. So can you imagine like the practice was that much more important because timing routes was like, he's going to throw it there. He knows you're going to be there. He doesn't have to look to see if you're there because you couldn't even fucking look. Yeah. He's got to move his whole damn body. He can't even move his neck all the way around. Shit's crazy. Right? Hold on. I'll be right back. All right. And Smokey the Cat Cat said, what up, guys? When's the next mock? We're going to be doing them every Friday from, from here on out. And uh, it's going to be starting uh, like around 7, 7.20 Eastern, uh, 4.20 Pacific. Yeah, every Friday. Every Friday. <laughs> and I'll be moving every Friday, every other Friday. The Trey Lance will just move up one more pick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be funny if you literally just keep picking like one pickup just so you can take him <laughs> earlier in the second round until you reverse it all the way to the first and make him the 101 somehow. <laughs> what is going on? And David P said, told my daughter that the Cowboys were signing Aaron Rodgers yesterday, and she took my Dallas Cowboys out and kicked it across the yard. She hates Rodgers. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. We've been talking about um, this Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers retiring, all that. We've been talking about that for a while. Why don't we get into what we, uh, what we came here to talk about, uh, some dynasty. And if you have any questions or you want to bring any topics up, um, just dynasty related, throw them in the, throw them in the chat here. And so I've got a few things that I wanted to talk about with you. And first I just wanted to talk about the dynasty draft versus a redraft and first get your thoughts on what you think about it. And I'll, I'll chime in with some of my thoughts and, you know, some of the biggest differences, maybe the pros, um, or maybe some of the cons to drafting in a dynasty draft versus a redraft. Well, I guess, first of all, with dynasty, Dynasty, it's like you can kind of draft any time of the year um, in, through the offseason into, you know, uh, into the, um, um, what do you call it, preseason yeah. shit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can get crazy with Dynasty. That's the fun thing. Like, you, you don't have to draft rookies. You can draft alternates, people that are fill-ins for rookies, because obviously the rookie draft hasn't happened in the NFL yet. What makes that so interesting is that once we get to the fact, once we get to the point where the rookie draft has happened in the NFL, well, now we have a second draft, which makes it even more fun, right? What's more fun than having one draft, having two drafts for the same league? So that's what, what I like about doing that in Dynasty. Like if you and, and, and things change too through the offseason. So like trades keep going on and things just keep happening. And that's what the one thing I love about Dynasty. It's like it's always active. It's always a, it's its own living thing. With 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 the redraft, I mean, you're gonna have to be. I mean, some people are like really 
you know, anal about when they draft too. Cause like some people don't want to draft, you know, they, they want to wait till that last minute because of injuries and shit like that. Well, you know, injuries can happen right the first week. Right. It's not like it really changes that much to me. I mean, yeah, for dynasty. Know. I mean, you just brought that up for dynasty. Like injuries are going to happen like no matter what, yeah. but in a dynasty league, one injury, I mean, depending on who it is, even if it ruins your one season, you know, you're still getting them back. If they're that good of a player, you know, they're still going to be a starter for you and all that. So, yeah, these injuries, they don't uh, – all injuries hurt. But these leagues, especially the ones that I put on, I mean, they're going to last a couple years. Your your average ones, I mean, maybe they'll, they'll get through two seasons, you know, but I think that's the average for these dynasty leagues, like two to like three years. Um, anything more than that, I would say, is like – a superb dynasty league. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, the crazy thing too, is like, say you do have somebody that gets injured. Well, guess what? If you, if you have a feeling like in that year, like, all right, well, I'm not going to make it this year. I can do something. I can make a move to help me next year. You can't really do that in, 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 in a redraft league, unless you have like keepers and stuff like that. But I mean, oh, let me give you one crazy example. And here's another thing with dynasties. The leagues are so deep. You can literally draft an entire running back squad. So like, um, let me see, when was it? 2019 was when I, I created my first dynasty league ever. And, um, and I drafted like, uh, like everybody from, um, from the Rams and mate, was this 2019 or 20? I can't even remember if this league specifically was 19 or, uh, or 2020 might've been 2020 now that I think about it, but, um, I drafted like everybody on the Rams, like their entire, their entire backfield. And then somehow I had Sony Michelle like as well. Like I made sure to draft him. So like, it was crazy. Like no matter what I had the starters. Cause I had cam Akers like as well. I made sure to draft him in the rookie draft that we did. So like literally had everybody. And so like this year in that league, I didn't skip a beat cause it didn't matter who was the starter. I just kept plugging in the starter for the squad. Yeah, I mean, I love Dynasty. I mean, I like Redraft too. It has it has its own, you know, its own heartbeat. But uh, I just think that you know, Dynasty is, is is the real thing. It's 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 more like I mean, it makes you feel like you're actually you know building something. You know, instead of just having something new every single year. I mean, it's it's fun drafting every year. Yeah, I get that. But what's more fun to me? I mean, you still get to draft. You still get to do the rookie draft. Prepping for that. I mean, it's an all year thing. I mean, for the for 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 uh, redraft i mean you know you have a whole off season off you like stop thinking about football and then once you get back into it you're like oh shit i gotta go you know go figure out what's going been going on in football for the last couple months and i feel like these dynasty leagues they just make me better for redraft leagues as well i mean these drafts they're they're going to be a lot longer because you're going to have more positions uh for someone like song he said first time in dynasty so he's he's hopping in the league with us and um I guess getting in a league with me is going to be different than getting in a league with a lot of other people because we're literally making content, like trying to make it easier for people. But mm -hmm. I also want a good experience. Like I don't want someone to get fucked in the draft to where they want to quit, you know, and they have a shitty ass team, you know, like, I mean, we want everybody to compete. And like even a guy like TD um, who drafted a really good team in like one of the leagues that he had, he has had the shittiest luck with injuries and all that kind of stuff finished last. And he was like, but I love my team. Like, I, you know, like I'm not going to get the same type of injury, you know, shit that I got this year or whatever. And next year still got your same squad. So yeah, I'm making sure to uh, bring the content that anyone new to an IDP is going to be super, super easy. Don't even worry about it. Super easy. Another thing you got to do is like, 
you uh, really have to pay attention to your league mates during the draft because a lot of times we do do sometimes we'll do live stuff and we'll do stuff like that. But uh, what's crazy is people talk like the things that people say, just listen to what they're saying about players or shit, or they're talking in the, in the, it's even like during the season, like listen to what they're saying because somebody's value on a player is going to be different than your value or different than somebody else's value. Right. So maybe somebody comes to you for a trade on some player, but somebody else really values that player more, right? We'll take that trade and you can go, all right, well, I mean, don't tell them that you've been offered something, but just be like, hey, I, I got this on the table for you. Do you want, are you interested? Like, obviously you can get more than maybe what somebody else was offering you. I mean, just pay attention to what people in the league are doing. That's what's going to get you. That's what's different about Dynasty 2 than, than I think more than Redraft. It's like some people are willing to like move to next year already. Some people want it now. So they'll be willing to pay for their win. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can make moves in your dynasty of like getting what's good for me in a couple of leagues. It's like, I had Dobbins and, and ETN go down. Right. Well, that's shit screwed my running game. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to make some moves on somebody. Like, cause I think I had, uh, I think I had someone like uh, uh, Gibson, like, and there was a lot of people that were super high on Gibson at the beginning of the year, you know, Antonio Gibson and, I made a huge move and I got a whole bunch of first rounders and second rounders for him. And, and I think I even on top of that, I got uh, like DeAndre Swift because Swift was like banged up and shit. I was like, sweet, dude, I'm set for next year. And if Swift, Swift comes back healthy, I'm just as fine. Yep. And I would say everything that you said about trading, I mean, that totally relates to redraft as well, but there's going to be way more trades in these dynasties, just like you were talking about. So, I mean, I'd say that's the biggest difference in these redrafts versus dynasty is just the amount of trades that you're going to draft alone. Oh yeah. Stu, someone, uh, hopefully Stu's still in here. What up, Stu? If he is like, he was someone and Antonio as well. That was another person who was like, man, I can never make trades in like any of the, any of my leagues, you know, that I'm in. No one wants to trade with each other. Everybody hates each other. No one wants to get trade raped, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then they get into these leagues and I mean, we're just having fun trading draft picks. Like Stu is the most addicted person to trading draft picks. Like he'll take, he'll trade. He, he's the master of trading like 12 draft picks for like 11 draft picks. And like, I look at those type of trades. I'm like, man, I'm not even looking at this. Like, no, <laughs> cause it's like, I'm going to move up in this round a little bit higher and I'm going to drop in this round and move up in this round and all this crazy ass shit. And, um, yeah, I don't like those style of trades, but you will get addicted to trading in the first league um, that you get in because it's fun and everybody's willing to talk about it. And don't get don't get uh, too too overzealous with trading because uh, I mean, even ask Titans for life. Like sometimes you'll start getting addicted to trading, and then you'll make some trades where you really regret. Like that can really affect you. Like it, you got to think this isn't this is not you know redraft. So you have to think not just for now. Because if your team gets like if you make a trade and it doesn't work out for now or next year, you're screwed. Yeah, you got oh, and perfect timing for Anthony. Let me get you. Uh, <laughs> let let me get you the two uh, the two entries real quick into the into the the fuck team defense shirt giveaway. Oh, he's back. All right, yeah. just in time. All right, let, let me start on this, but I want us all to chime in on this because this is a very important dynasty topic. So Anthony said, how do you balance constructing a team for long-term versus short-term success? So I think someone who's going for short-term success, it, it's not just only about the age of the players. It's also about the situations and things well, like that. If you're playing, okay, here's an example. Last year, I'm in a startup dynasty. It's a super flex. 
You know, I have I acquired Patrick Mahomes and then Carson <laughs> Wentz, Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, and then I make I trade Carson Wentz for Tom Brady in a package deal, fully knowing that I might not have Tom Brady for too long, but I wanted to have him that year because I wanted to win. Now in that league, I only have Patrick Patrick Mahomes and Zach Wilson. So in this rookie draft with no picks, I'm kind of fucked because I can't get another third QB. But it's like, you know, this is just these are these are slings and arrows of playing dynasty. So like when you're doing a startup dynasty to find a balance, if if you like I okay, there's some if, if Cooper Cup is there in the third round in a dynasty startup, that's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? If Devontae Adams is in the like, you know back of the second round in a, you know, and say in life, we know he's with Rogers. That's just ridiculous. Like, even though it's a starter, but some people are going to make those decisions where they're just going to go with hella youth. And, and depending if you already did the NFL draft, right. Cause they'll throw those rookies in there too. Like people yeah. go crazy on startups. If it's especially the ones that just had the NFL draft happen. You know what I mean? I think short-term success equals a hell of a lot of running backs like early. Because they don't I mean, no, no matter what, like that running backs are the short term success. So you have to know your league. Like it depends on, I mean, in the hustler leagues, I mean, the running backs, they're important, but I mean, there's so many, like, we got so many roster spots that a running back isn't your end all be all. Like I wasn't in the draft yesterday, the, the, the first uh, mock draft for a dynasty, right? I wasn't in that draft, but I was there to critique, right? And like, <laughs> So after the first two rounds, you know, and then Tyrant kind of goes through the whole thing and he's giving his thoughts on every pick. And he had it backwards on a lot of them to me because you could tell as he, as he's new to Dynasty, you know, where he's like, oh, this is kind of a reach here. No, what was a reach was Jonathan Taylor in a super flex Dynasty startup getting him one overall. I yeah. But that because, and the reason why is because how many years do you think Jonathan Taylor is going to have in the NFL? Not even just alone, like a, the top running he back. He could have had a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen there because it's super flex. And now you solidify one of your QBs who's in a situation for at least five, six years because of their contract says it. Yeah, I would even and say more than that for some of the – I mean, yeah, for guys like know. that, unless you get – unless they get, like, you know, season, uh, career-ending injuries – like at minimum. Yeah. yeah. At minimum. Like, but those like, guys will probably last longer than your league lasts. To get a Jonathan Taylor who's going into his third year. You know what I mean? And hasn't even got paid yet. Yeah. Like, and we already see, I'm not I'm not saying Taylor's gonna be that way, but look at a guy like Zeke. You know, you get over that fifth year hump, these workhorses they they slowly decline. Alvin Kamara. He's yep. one of them this year. Because what kind of team is it? What kind of coach is it? His his production to me was on the touchdowns and the receptions. And how, how did you get all that with Drew Brees? Because he could get you in the position to score a touchdown because he's Drew Brees. And then because he's Drew Brees, at that point in his career since 2017, is dinking and dunking. And that was where Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas lived in the shorter A dot. So it's like, you know, guys like that. You know, because I would say – you know, Saquon Barkley, he kind of is a guy that we assume to get volume, whatever the situation is, you know what I mean? And, you know, he's still going to be a value because of the type of workload he'll get. Alvin Kamara was all based on receptions. You know what I mean? 
And touchdowns. And touchdowns. There you go. Because he wasn't going to get none but like 180 to 200 carries in a year. Yeah. And uh, my man Patrick, what up, bro? He said, uh, young stud, wide receivers equal gold. Because a guy like, you know, Chase, <coughs> for example, I mean, second year, we think a guy like him can go until he's 30, you know, early 30s, you know, and unless you get some kind of crazy ass injury that we can't predict, you know, either way. So he's got, he's got a shelf life longer than any of these running backs that you're going to pick. doesn't matter who. Yeah. And I mean, with receivers, it's the rookie drafts become easier because when you get to the rookie drafts, it's just the rookies. The startup is key though. You know what I mean? Like this, your core base here you know what i mean that you're probably gonna have for a for a group of years you know what i mean yeah i mean why young wide receivers are where it's at that's what i'm saying like well, if you funny. if you see somebody coming out of their rookie year and they went off like fucking waddle dude waddle waddle somebody like even with a shit quarterback i mean i, I to no he benefits he benefits from that quarterback because all that quarterback can do is throw short I don't even think it matters if somebody else finds it. Waddles. No, if someone if someone else is better, it makes them even better because he actually. If they get someone like a Deshaun Watson there, he's gonna be ridiculous because Renfro was like unbelievable in college with with. Uh, you want, but you know what Sheldon. though? You want to know why Watson will never go there? Nobody wants Tua. That's true. And yeah. and, and and they don't have the picks. The re- the realistic shit to me. If Watson's gonna move, it'll be out of conference, obviously, and it'll be with the Eagles because they got three first round picks next year. And they could send them back Jalen Hurts and they could have him and Judge Davis Mills Lanes. The stinky tuna fish. No one wants the tuna fish, bro. And Patrick, what up, bro? He said, What up, Hustler? Speaking of trades, let's work out something in your listener league. Oh, yeah. And the defense wins championships league. Hit me up, dude. Shoot me a text. I'd, ra- I'd rather text versus uh, using sleeper for DMs and stuff. You guys already drafted? So, this is uh, a league that's been around for, uh, uh-huh. it's going into its third year now. Nice. That's awesome. And we've only had one change in uh, in the league as well. In a, uh, like a one orphan adoption situation. Yeah. And it was really, I had to kick someone out. Cause he just like would literally, he was, he was trolling me for almost two years and trolling everybody in the league. And it just, you know, that's how we met. Cause you put, you hired me to put the, you know, to do the hit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Dion said, there goes our Gronk shares in dynasty leagues. I, <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't have him in any dynasty. League. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, me, I mean, like, I, I'd imagine someone. It was easier to to acquire Gronk, you know. what I mean, when 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 Brady first got there, because people were, you know, they might have been like, oh, well, he's not gonna last long. And they probably would have. He probably could have got Gronk easily. And that, so, I, or you might have had Gronk, like Steamboat. He's he's been in his dynasty league. He got it from his pops. Shit's been going on for like I think 16, 17 years. Crazy. Yeah. So. And uh, he got it passed down from his pops. And uh, I remember he had Gronk. You know what I mean? And he he had moved them years ago. I remember him. At, I remember having a conversation with him. Like it was like some kind of package deal with picks and stuff. And and he was getting Kelsey in return. And I was like, hell yeah! This was like 2014. That's crazy. <laughs> Which is difficult to do back then. Oh yeah, because Kelsey wasn't a thing yet. No, but it was like picks and all kind of shit. You know? Yeah. And uh, 
Francisco says need uh, need some quick advice. Is there is there something I'm missing here? I give Love and Dalton and get Carr. Uh, Super Flex League. My QBs are Herbert, Ryan, Dalton, Flacco, Love, or yeah. Lock, Love, and Gino. Do that. Yeah, I mean, what? Because I don't think Jordan Love is the starter for Green Bay next year. You know, even if even if Aaron Rodgers more. leaves, ask yeah, for more. Yeah. Even if he leaves, I should have said that. Yeah. Yeah, this dude, this dude, this dude clearly thinks whoever's coming to you for for Jordan Love clearly thinks that he's the next thing in Green Bay. Yeah, and you do that now. Ask for more. No, Cars, yeah. all you have to do is don't say Cars, he's a mediocre quarterback. Somebody was look is trying to chase. He's that giving team. him Andy fucking Dalton and Jordan Love to get a starter. Those I, guys are backups. I'd ask for a, I'd ask for like a third rounder or some shit like that in that trade. Tripping because that's what Jordan Love. You're is. not scared away. No. That off. That person's coming to you for a, a trade. If you go in after that right away, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Jordan Love is crap. He's never gonna be a starting quarterback. I always like to play a little bit of hardball, but that's why I like just going in the DMs versus just like countering. Yeah. I would just say, say, hey, uh, this you you caught my attention with this trade, but I don't think I can give away the next Green Bay starting quarterback unless you throw in a third rounder. I'm yeah. I'm so, Francisco, good I looking on the two, but I'm you know why you Derek Carr. If Derek Carr isn't the Raiders' quarterback, you know where he ends up with the Steelers or with Tampa Bay or with. There's all these spots now. They're Fucking trying to get a deal going for a head coach there now. A new we, head coach. We thought last year was the craziest QB. All right, is it official? Is the Josh McDaniels official? No, I don't think it's official. No, they're, okay. he's, oh, he's oh, they're interviewing them. He's interviewing them as a team. So they had dinner last night, and that was like an interview. And then now he went like to their hood, and now they, they say it's Josh uh, McDaniels interviewing the Raiders at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah, okay. two meetings in two days. Yeah. yeah, I think that both both parties okay, are look, happy look, because then I like this. You know, we're gonna we're gonna see that the dink and dunk. We're we're gonna see a system implicated. With, with, with a lot of running and a lot of dinking and dunking, a lot of tight end, it's going to be like what they've been doing, but better. Like, just imagine, I'm not saying Derek Carr's Brady, but what Derek Carr, what, what Brady did good was get the ball out quick. You know, that's that's the type of game plan they're going to have here. I would do that. I'm, I need a starting, running, I mean, starting quarterback. Look at the quarterbacks he has. Yeah, I, I do that. I mean, you're talking about two backups for a starter. So, yeah, exactly. I'm doing that. And uh, Francisco said, and re replace the annoying owner with the champ. And uh, that's what sucked about uh, that. So that guy had – he had a really good team, but the first year he had a shit ton of uh, injuries. And But he started, like, benching his team, like, every week and all that. And, I mean, it just got annoying. Oh, to get a higher pick? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, and he said, so from orphan to champion, that team looks scary, young, and full of talent. And, yeah, Francisco inherited a good team um, after it being healthy now because the dude had CMC, and I forget nice. who else. So a bu bunch of injuries, good you know, in 2020. Francisco. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that shit sucks. I'd rather it be Francisco than the dude that he replaced, though. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Dion said IDP dynasty leagues make the rookie drafts a lot more fun. Hell yeah, because like in a in a rookie draft without IDP, maybe it's a three round draft, maybe it's a four round draft, but you're really you know you're really throwing darts like in the fourth round and sometimes in the third round. With IDP, our sixth and seventh round picks are like still like really nice picks, whether they're defense, whether they're offense. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome.
And yep, and Drew, we were all over it. Brady retired. We started off the show talking about it, probably like the first like 25 minutes or so. And Austin said, I don't even know what to say about Brady. We will never see another like him. That's for sure. But I think now with the NFL contracts, I mean, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he didn't have to take a pay cut. You know, like they they just figured out the creative contract. Like they never wanted to do that for New England. It was always take less money, Tom, and we'll take care of you. We'll make sure we build up the defense. You know, we'll be competing every single year. I think um, we'll never see it done like Brady because Brady did did it through different eras of football and through all the rule changes. And of course, when the rule changes started to happen to what we're seeing now, he was like regarded as NFL royalty. So, you know, things were- I mean, those rule changes happened for him. Let's call it what it is. I was just gonna say that things were like basically in his favor. You know what I mean? So now the guys that are left that can reap from the changes that were made because of him and making it more of a pass, a pass happy, pass friendly league, it's guys like Patrick Mahomes. Like, okay. Patrick Mahomes, from what he's shown us in his career, he can give Brady a run for the money on that seven. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he's already done more than Brady did at this point in his career, but we we, got to hold it against him that Patrick Mahomes only played, you know, four seasons and Brady's played 20. Like, he can't do as much as Brady. If you you were to pace it out. If you were to pace it he out, he already did. He already did more than Brady. Like, because Brady never won with the shitty defense, never once. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if he had the same kind of defense as Brady had; they wouldn't be. They'd be unstoppable. But see, but that's why Brady. The numbers didn't start coming until later when he started having to do more. Yeah, because Teddy Bruschi's gone. Those studs. Mm-hmm. They all started leaving. Then you well, started retiring. Seeing- and they're like, oh, started, when they start to have receivers because like Randy Moss. Remember, and then I, I like Tom. So I could view Tom in that way. Like, yeah, he had the good defense, and he didn't have to do much to win. But then when he started having to be that guy, he was the guy. You know what I mean? And, yeah, when you all of a sudden give him – he's like, listen, you want to see what I could do? Give me Randy Moss. And then it was like, okay. But you remember why? You remember why they had to throw so much that year? Their defense yeah. wasn't stopping people like they used mm-hmm. to. There were some games where, you know, they did like what uh, Mac Jones did, throw up a 50-burger, you know, compared to a 7 or 10, whatever they did. Yeah, but. and then they'll let – because that Belichick knew, all right, this is what we got to do now. I wonder if that was Bill O'Brien as the OC. I wonder who the OC was for that year. Because they went on that stretch. What was it, like 2008 to where they didn't win until 2013 or something like that? Yeah. Like win, winning the chip. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because they got into it 2007. That was when they, they won. won. The or no, that was the one when they lost. That was the 2007 year with Moss. They lose early 2008, right? Because that's, you know, people get confused when they look it up. It's funny when I argue people. That's 2008. I'm like, because the Super Bowl happened that year. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, he loses that Super Bowl, undefeated season. Then they can't get back to the chip until 2011 and what do you know it's the giants again because yeah. they beat my fucking niners in a rain game in 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 candlestick bruh it was fucking raining and it's funny because this is all like this all comes out later like you know like reports where it's like okay locker room reports for the giants at halftime was like tom coughlin telling everybody all right the rain's really bad because it was coming down like bad 
He's like, okay, the rain's really bad. When you guys get the ball and you're at the marker, get down. Secure the ball, right? Then here's Jim oh, Harbaugh. Shit. Here's Jim Harbaugh. Wait, when you guys, when whoever has the ball, you destroy them. When you get the ball, you run like hell. Like, he's just <laughs> like the wrong approach. <laughs> it's raining, bro. <laughs> Smokey the Cat Cat, he said, what if you had to pick one, let's say, third slash fourth round, uh, DK, Waddle or CD, Dynasty? There's so on DK Waddle and Dynasty. I think honestly, uh, right, honestly, the, the I, I would wait. Right now is I'm waiting as a quarterback. I'm waiting because it's DK for me, but I'm waiting to see what's going on with Russ. He's gone because Tua is the guy who's probably not going to get extended for, for for them. You know, Waddle. If he don't like what's going on after four years, what if it's four years of a waste of Waddle? Because we, we we might only have two more years of of uh of Tua there and he benefits from Tua he's like Jarvis Landry 3.0 because it's just everything is short you know what I mean I think it's DK Waddle CD so like literally just the order that it was but it all depends on how quick you got to make this decision what if Waddle's just quarterback proof I'm taking I'm taking CD over um over I can this kind of sound bold but I'll take CD over all of them though uh, yeah, I just said the same thing. Only because oh, okay. the fact, well, De- no, Dak Prescott, God, is guaranteed to be the quarterback next year. Yeah, and then Disney, what if he gets? It? <laughs> I'm just messing. Yeah, around. and I mean, then Cooper, on. they have to. Watch <laughs> money. Like Cooper, <laughs> Cooper and Gallup, they're you know they're not guaranteed to be there. The of course, who- we we mentioned the Cowboys three times, and just like Candyman, Stu showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I would take CD over all of them though, just because of the, the security of it, and like. They're not like you know what CD is next year. Bounce back candidate for fantasy. He didn't or, do that no, bad, but he just back. didn't. Hold on, not bounce back. Bouncing back with incline with with, with that with, he did bad or injured. no no that he did good before that to oh yeah protect. yeah. We were projecting CD to be a, a guy, or at least I was. But yeah, he's I, I post think. he's post hype guy. Yeah, yeah, like there. I mean, there's camps like Stu, you know, and other non-cowboy camps that were saying he's going to be a top five wide receiver this year, and that was just, you know, like, and they're drafting him at his potential ceiling, and that's I just had wrong. him at, I had him at, uh, and, and I never changed my rankings. I from so so you got him on your shit uh, before the season. I had him at 13 overall, which was the high end WR two. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't even he didn't even meet that. So even I was too high. He was, he was pretty close to that. He was still a wide receiver too. He was in the top yeah. twenty, you know. But like that's the difference. Like he goes from what being a wide receiver three the flex, you know, like guy uh, in his in his first year, and then he still improved. But everybody just threw this crazy ass hype on him that he's gonna like leap to the top of the NFL. Yeah, I was pretty high on him. I was one of them. I was pretty high on him. But see, here's my case. My case was that he's going to play majority of his snaps out of the slot, and he did. But then what's funny is, like, it's just – how, what is their identity? I still they I, have no identity. I was literally talking to Stu about this. That is why they're so fucked right now. They have no identity because they used to be, you know, the the heavy run team that could sling it, and their defense always sucked. Well, now their defense is great, but their offense is completely in shambles, and you really have no you have no idea why. 
You know what's so funny too is like the cowboy fans that I know, they're like you know even they weren't talking that shit that that was false. But I did hear a lot of false shit like the Cowboys are so bad we couldn't even beat the Niners defense. Like yo, you know my <laughs> defense is good, right? Like because you know I mean? like, the defense did well against uh, against the 49ers, but the offense couldn't do shit. Yeah. And you look at their last couple games. I mean, it's without Zeke. Zeke was the straw that stirred the cup for that because that's why Dak did so good. You know, even last year, it was really just the threat of Zeke. You know, and their defense being like so shit that he had to throw so many times. I've been saying this, and I always I like to ask Cowboy fans this because this is what makes really makes them think is like, does it all come and go on offense? You know, due to Tyron Smith is if Tyron Smith is hurt. Or if he's playing her, because I can't remember last time I saw him play 100% in like three seasons. You know what I mean? He's either out or he's playing hurt. And when was he drafted? What year? I want to say, was it 2013? You might need to look me up on that one because they they went for like five years, like just or four years straight in the draft, just drafting linemen and just getting hit and hidden. You know what I mean? 2011. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was see. I knew. I knew. I. W- I knew it was longer than that. That's a long time. Ten years in the game, taking a beating. Fuck yeah, he is. Eleven and, uh, going eleven years. Like I'm yeah. saying, like Sean Payton. They were able to do everything they did with Breeze in his later years because of that line. You know what I mean? They had a solid offensive line. I mean, getting a guy like Max Unger. <laughs> I mean, but Max Unger. He's yeah, exactly. Man. And like even when he retired. They they had they they knew it was coming soon, so they had drafted a center, and then when he retired, the center was already vetted for like two seasons. You know what I mean? Nice. And then so he he fit in well for the twenty twenty season. You know what I mean? And then that was it for Breeze. Breeze was like, that was probably one of Breeze's prerequisites. Like you know what? <laughs> you know, as soon as Max retired, I knew this was gonna last too long for me. You know what I mean? I mean, he was taking a beating. Yeah, and my like said, what was that? My Niners cr- crushed his ribs. You know what I'm saying? It's been easily the well, I know. So, I mean, like you said, last maybe like three or so years for Tyron Smith, but I think the last two years for sure. I mean, their line has just been in shambles and like, so you know, I the trenches. We talk about how important it is. I mean, you know what's you know what is what is cool. Is have enough, like okay, this is where Uncle Jerry's an idiot because if if you they somehow Gallup and Cooper is not there, right? He's gonna be like they're gonna draft a weapon, you know what I mean? When right, they, because they need drafting hella linemen right now and hella di- pass rushers, just they but they want to keep what they're go- got going. They need to be strong in the trenches, and that you know what's funny how cliche that sounds, but that's so that's for every team. Like that should be the formula. That's why Howie Roseman's a good GM. You know what why I mean? were the Patriots so good and dominant for so long? Both lines on both sides of the ball. Yep. And they will trade for linemen. They will, you know, they they do this, that, and the third with their get linemen. The Patriots like this, and then you know what sucks is that they're not a draw anymore. So they have now now they got to home grow everything again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tino said, "Wow, uh, Uncle Jerry, a pimp, bro. You can't be limping and an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. Uncle Jerry is a pimp. <laughs> I mean, slave owner pimp. Tomato, tomato at this point. 
Uncle Jerry wanted to put fans in the stands and get the highest ratings. We're America's team. And Ronald said, sorry, Stu, but the Dallas D takes a step back next year. Just too based on big plays and lack of injuries this year. Because I bet you, I mean, there's no way that, like, the season that we saw from Diggs, like, anytime we see a season like that, whether it's Xavier Howard or Antonio Cromartie, that's always the best season of their career. You know, um, efficiency is the hardest thing to replicate, right? Like, but if you, but I'll say Diggs, He's probably going to be a guy who always threatens a uh, 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 takeaways because he's given up as much production as he is taken away. And now you got all that film to figure out yeah. where he gives up the production and all that because he's probably not going to change his style. He's nah, go, he big, go big or go home. He'll probably get better with his technique at the line and, and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe his technique abating and, and, and all the shit like that. But, like, yeah, people are going to learn how to attack him. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, you know, it came to a point where, okay, like, if we're not going to test Jalen Ramsey, we're going to find different ways. Like, okay, you remember uh, it was the Rams-Packers divisional game last year. And uh, they're down there on the five-yard line, and they put Devontae Adams in motion. So he goes from one side of the field to the other. Here comes Ramsey following them, right? And then when they snapped the ball, the the other receiver that Devontae Adams ran over to that side, he hit him with a rub route. He hit with a pick play, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey was hot. (laughs) (laughs) He was hot. You got to do that. You had to do that. And Adams just free and clear. Touchdown, nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just those are the things you got. You you got to. Number one cornerbacks, they only get older. And number one receivers stay young, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Diggs on that side, and it, it, and this is a vintage um, Dan Quinn man. You need a guy that's gonna shut down one the whole entire side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is he that guy though? Right. Yeah, I still think they take a little bit of a step back. I mean, because I mean they did so well. I mean, it's gonna be hard to repeat a season like that. I think they need to they need to find a way to I mean the cap's going up because Uncle Jerry made the call years ago, right? Finally. Yeah. And then, you know, now they're gonna be able to retain, you know, Gregory, which is important for them yeah. to retain. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like and of course you have Parsons, like who you don't have to worry about paying for a couple years. Like their defense is still gonna be good up front for, for, for him to have, you know, easy pickings. Yeah. I mean, say say you get a touchdown. If you're Diggs, you get a you get a pick every time you play an NFC East rival. You could pencil them in for six picks a year. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Because like these, they're, they're going to destroy those teams every time. But if the Giants get a legit QB, not a not draft a QB, Russell Wilson. It, I mean, yeah, any of yeah. any of these QBs that could be options out there. I'm just saying, like someone legit. Mike, because uh, that I mean, we already know that that's the, <laughs> that's the hey, weakest division in football. We know it's true. You know who's going to be the the Daniel Jones backup? Or, excuse, excuse me, the Danny Dumbass backup. It's going to be my man, Money Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> because oh, he's going to follow. You know, he already sat for a year, learned Brian Dable's system. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty funny. And Patrick, uh, well, he, I, and you know, I bring that up to say is because he'll probably start one at one point or another. 
Oh, yeah. Danny Dumbass going to pull a hamstring. His legs are so fast. His legs are so fast, they run from underneath him. <laughs> we need your help on this one, Money. Uh, Patrick yeah, said, any, any thoughts on why Traylon Burke has been uh, projected to go so late in the recent uh, mainstream NFL mock drafts? So I'm trying to get logged into my account real quick for my rankings, but my internet seems to be slow on my phone. But I can tell you about – I like Traylon Burks. I don't know why anybody would want to be going – I mean, drafting him late, late. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of players that are going to be in – Traylon Burks is like six foot – he's a six foot three, 225 pounds wide receiver. He's really, really good at 11, 11 touchdowns last year. I think he had over about 1,200 yards receiving, if I'm right. Um yeah, he's really, really Arkansas, okay. super good wide receiver, big, big body kind of guy. You my kind of receiver, big butt receiver. You know what? Really oh, good. Man. Guys so, like that. Him going like to like that, the Titans would be dope. Need, what guys like that need is to kill the combine. That like you basically describe someone that's like a uh like a DK Metcalf. Like DK Metcalf was set to be like, you know, you know one of the higher prospects, then when he killed the combine, you know what I'm saying? Like people were surprised he fell to the second round. They're like, oh my God, what a steal. Before that, they were saying he was going to be a second rounder. You know what I mean? But he goes out, runs a 4-3 or whatever the fuck it was. Bench presses like fucking 350 or whatever the fuck that was. You know, it's funny. It's it's funny because when they bench press a hell of much, everyone goes crazy. Oh my God. They're like, well, what is he going to pull? Is he going to push the whole line? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, he's gonna put. He's gonna. He's gonna punk the, the the DBs that are trying to hold him down at the line. He's gonna pick them up while he runs. <laughs> yeah, Traylon Burks is probably. He's like my number one guy in a rookie draft. Super flex. That landing spot depends. Is everything for me? It is for sure. But, but like, okay. So some of the news I've been seeing is like the Browns, the Titans. Like if the Titans, if he falls to the Titans. I think where's, he, okay. where's he projected to go in the draft? Like, like uh, let's see. third round, second or third? No, no, it'll be a first round. He'll be a first rounder. Oh, real? Oh, yeah. you, did, you did say 1,200 yards in like two. Uh, what you say? The year before that, too. He, the year before that, I think he had eight, 800 yards receiving and like seven touchdowns. So, like, yeah, I wonder. He's, he's pretty damn know, good. Do you know if he's more of a slot guy? Because, you know, you, you kind of describe a slot receiver, too, like who yeah, just can yeah. like get. Get get contested catches short. I think he's like their number, he's like their number one guy. Like he's like their number okay. one. Guy. He's, he's, he's a he's a out wide. He's an X receiver. Like yeah, he, I don't think he's a he's a slot guy, right? I mean, okay. he's six three. Well, yeah, because I, well, I mean, I guys guy. like remember uh, Terrence Marshall Mathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was predominantly a slot guy. You know what I mean? Okay. Their their profiles are you know when you look at somebody's production. <laughs> You know what I mean? They got hella reception, all this shit. Sometimes, you know, the hella touchdowns, it could be because they're a slot, a big slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he's good. He's like super, super good. Like, if, if what school did you come from? Arkansas. Okay. So they did play against teams like, you know, they still did play against like Alabama, LSU. They played um, against they, the South. They State. I mean, they played against some bigger teams and they put up a lot of numbers. I mean, they're a good team. And, and yeah, uh, said- Cleveland, I'm seeing like, uh, Titans, I'm seeing. Let's see what else. I'll look and see like where his where his like prospect were like where do they think he could potentially fall in the, I think he's gonna be a first round pick. He should be. So mid level first round pick. Yeah. Big I body mean, receiver. Like I guess that's more like a late 
Late first yeah, round. Outside receiver, NFL level. And Stu said, Dig still has room to improve. Parsons year two. Quinn's back. Y'all sleeping on uh, Kelvin Joseph, a.k.a. Boss Man Fat, or the second round pick corner. Here's the got. thing. I'm not sleeping on him because I just never knew who the fuck that was until you just read that name, Hus. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never heard of him either. But here's uh, here's Trayvon Diggs' stat line. 11 reception, two TDs. And 52 combined tackles. That's not that great. The tackle well, on the tackles, it's not. But when yeah. you're a guy who like people avoid you because they think yeah. you you could potentially pick it, or he gives up the big one and he gets no tackle. So on his only chance, well. his only chance at when 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 we were like in the middle of the year, we we're talking about him possibly being like a, a defensive player of the year candidate. He needed to break that record, or he wasn't going to get. He's not going to be in a conversation. Yeah, because he's uh he's like uh, I'm trying to think of a baseball player who either hits a home run or he strikes out. But that's pretty much what Diggs is right now, and he had a lot of home runs this year. Yeah, because you know, like I mean, DJ Watt's got to get it now. Yeah, because I mean, because he matched the record. Yeah, and if he didn't miss three games, he would have beaten it <laughs> for real. So and he matched the record in way less games than was a, uh, I seen some shit somebody put together like four different sacks that he had that had flags on it because of somebody else. Oh. Like just through the course of the year. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but- <laughs> he would have been flirting with 30. I mean shit. That's crazy. Potentially. Yeah, that's nuts. But yeah, TJ Watts, the man. All right, let's see. Any other questions in here? And uh, Ronald said, yeah, he's Asante Samuels, also a uh, breakaway play guy, which tend to be big, um, not to be big hitters either. Yeah. Where, do, where does Samuel end up? He ended up with the Chargers? Yeah, second round pick. That's right. Yeah, but he fell because of injury, right? Coming off of injury. Was I, it, a- it was something. It was something like that. I can't okay. even remember. All right, was it? Something? I forget. Oh, no, never mind. I'm confusing it. I know he fell because of injury, but then I was confusing the ACL with the other rookie that well, – who was the Carolina kid, man? Oh, the one who got hurt this year? Yeah, early this year. Yeah, I, I don't know why I can't remember his name off the top of my Sir head. Tan. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Sertan played. Sertan's in Denver. Fogel? No. Hold on. Fowler? Uh, starts with an H. I think it's like Horn. Oh yeah, JC Horn. JC Horn. Horn. Yeah, he came out of South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Wow. And then he went to Carolina. Look at that. He's he's actually yep. really fucking good. Yeah, he was tearing it up, bro. Then it- when we were when we were on. Uh, I don't know if it was my version is better, but whenever we were given a breakdown of what we thought was going to happen in the draft, and I was like, um, uh, I, I I said it on uh, Carolina that they were going to draft. Uh, a cornerback and I said it was either going to be Sertan or Asante Samuel Jr. And it was because I, I just totally forgot about JC Horn, but I was high on Asante Samuel. And uh, the, the guy who we did the show with was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Asante Samuel's going to go in like the fourth or the fifth round. Like nobody's high on him. And he was literally the third cornerback drafted yeah. in the draft. <laughs> Everybody was high on him. The thing was like he was coming off some type of injury or something. He had something that, that, that watered his draft stock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, and David P. said Pollard is the future. I mean, we know it's not Zeke. Zeke is definitely not the future. He's barely the present. 
I mean, <laughs> after he left Cabo, the Cabo contract. <laughs> Ever since Cabo, everything changed with the Cabo all the contract. contract. <laughs> you, you get them, anti and them antibiotic steaks over there, bro. You get the motherfucking steroid steaks. <laughs> like they got they, they juicing those cows over there down in Mexico. You feel me? <laughs> you go over there get a good steak and get strong. <laughs> He said, "Meet me in Cabo. Let's get a contract done." That, that, that's the Matt. That's the good old Matt Stafford uh, uh, McVay move right there. And Tino said, "Does Tom Brady coach if he gets a Super Bowl ah, yeah. as a head coach? He's an NFL god. I mean, there's multiple coaches who've already got it as a player and as a coach, right?" Here's the thing: I think that we're going to see at least a good year or two where Brady is doing the home life shit. Dude, Tom Brady, like they have so much money. Like he's he would he would take a pay cut being an NFL like head coach. And I am the stress I can see him, of being I can a head see coach. Him owning a team. There you go. See, that's more likely like the Derek yeah. Jr. route. So if he's smart, I don't know if you've heard about this yet, Huss, but I just saw already know he's smart. <laughs> so Michael Jordan and his son, they just came out, they're going into crypto. They're coming out with their own coin and shit. So if he's smart, he'll do the same fucking thing. I mean, he already had so DraftKings. Um, I don't know if Tom Brady, like, if he gets something yeah. on the royalties from the DraftKings yeah. NFTs that they yeah. made of him. But they're selling, I mean, the shit out of those. And I mean, those sold out in two seconds, you know. And like now, I saw like the one. I don't even know what style it was, but the one that they sold for like fifteen hundred bucks initially and there was only 10 of them made i mean people are trying to sell those for a hundred thousand like days after they bought them for 1500 if he gets a piece of any of those you know the the royalties or whatever like we already know he's caking off of it well, if you're someone like that you're set for I life you don't want to what he's gonna do this is what he's gonna do bro he's gonna own the rights to avocado itself <laughs> every time an av avocado is sold every time one every time someone picks one and then avocados are going to hit the black market because you can only <laughs> people are going to have he's going to have a stranglehold on the avocado market <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. That shit would be the cartels. Hilarious. The cartels are they stop moving hair on, bro. They're moving, they're avocados. moving off, uh, off the book avocados, bro, for Mexico. You know where I can get an avocado seed? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grow it on the low. Aren't they caught? Hold on. Do the pits? Can you just throw those pits in the ground and they they turn into that motherfucker? So what you do is you actually you grow it over a glass of water first. And it starts to sprout. Once it starts to sprout, then you plant it. I mean, yeah, just like some shrimp, like yeah, some clones. Same yeah. thing. Where it works the yeah. exact same way with okay. uh, oh, with fruit and vegetables. That. It's insane. It's funny because <laughs> I never, you know, I didn't go the vegetable route. You want to know something crazy? You know what chives are? You know, like green onions. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you chop them, so if you keep the roots, if you have the roots of them, and you chop, if you, you oh my, you can you can't chop keep roots. Them. You're you're yeah. saying you can wait? What? Yeah, how'd you say it? The roots, roots. <laughs> Which way, roots? <laughs> no, no, no. I like this version. Of <laughs> so if you put them, but so what you do is you take a little glass of water, like a small one. You, it has to be, you know, it has to okay. Be, you oh by the ledge. When you're on the way, when you're on the way to the store to, to get all the things to make this right, are you in route to the store? 
or in, or in route uh in route okay <laughs> it was like in my cousin Vinny when he was like uh so your honor the two utes uh they Tino said on. it right there the root. To the beginning. Roots. what do we do with the roots yeah. <laughs> what, what do we do with the roots the roots <laughs> But it's crazy. So you just clone the green onions, huh? And you just throw them right in the. Well, they'll, in the they'll continue to just keep growing. So legit, like after you could just like leave them there on the ledge by the light, you know, or with sunlight. Why haven't the green onions taken over the world then? I don't know. <laughs> if it's that easy, they legit grow back. Like you cut them, and they'll fucking grow back. So you they're fucking. Them. They're like. They're like the reptiles the of vegetables. The supermarkets tricking us into buying more shit, and we can just keep growing it ourselves. And you know what's crazy, Bogey? I've been seeing them all over TikTok, the uh, the indoor hydroponic sets, yeah. you know, but now for flowers and veg, I mean, for uh, for vegetables and not flowers, the opposite of flowers. Yeah, for, for like the little and fruits grow, and all that shit. Grow joints. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much you get out of a clone of them motherfuckers, like a zip, two zips maybe at the most. Well, yeah, but now we're talking about fruits and vegetables. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You already know you don't get a lot when it comes to those type of trees. Yeah. I mean, all that time for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess like, see, here's the thing. My mom's my mom had a garden in their back, and that shit was dope. Like tomatoes and motherfucking. I think that's all it was. Tomatoes. <laughs> Either way, love tomatoes. Where were we going with this? We're talking about growing weed. <laughs> and Tino said, I want Jonathan Taylor Thomas so bad next year. I mean, he's going to be the 101, so either you're going to inherit him or not. Um, what do you think? You think he's going to live up to that 101? It, it's tough to live up to that 101. For sure is. Probably, so, much, I, so much can happen. You know, alignment, uh, alignment or somebody can, two linemen can go down or Anything could happen. Anything could okay, happen. well, how about this? In the instance when they were down three out of five starters, it was against Arizona. They held Jonathan Taylor to a whopping 100 yards. So with a bad line, he was still doing his thing against uh, like a decent, uh, formidable run defense. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, but no touchdown. And everyone who managed Jonathan Taylor, Thomas, that week was pissed. So I'm not going to say anything about he, work usage. That was the playoffs. Like yeah. that was the that was the wild card in the playoffs. Yeah, that, that was when you needed him to go for twenty. Yeah, I'm not worried about okay. the work usage. Here, here's my thing. This is why it's scary taking the running backs like that early. You just have to be comfortable with what you're doing, knowing full aware that it's a long season, and if the, you know, even guys like Derrick Henry have broke down because of the work he was getting. You know, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, he is what's what's different about him is like he has the one cut to four three speed. You know what I mean? Like he really has that. You know, he's also not 265 pounds. Well, I got another I got another question for you. I I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this since like 2015. Okay. But where we see like the projected players getting drafted in the first round are all wide receivers. And well, and I mean, you know, at least like Three or four out of the top five, you know, yeah, type 2015, 2015, you had Antonio Brown, you had guy Julio Jones, you had guys chasing o- Odell Beckham Jr., and then the motherfucking the Mike Evans, all of the, the rookie sensations from DeAndre the- Hopkins. He was the big, he was one of the big ones yep. out here, too. There was four who were like, you know, even by all the experts and everything, those were the consensus for top picks. It was like eight. 
it was AB Julio, um, DeAndre Hopkins, and I can't remember who else was the other one. Might might have been ODB. Yep. But you think we get a shift where we get? Uh, I mean, in a super flex league, I think we might. I mean, QBs are always going in the first round, even in redrafts. But okay, we, let's do single QB then. Okay. Right? So, it, it, in the world where the QBs don't go in the first round, it's like. You know, it's it's Taylor, no particular order. Taylor, Henry, Cooper Cup. You know, and I mean? I'm even thinking, okay, and I mean, even in a 12 team, are you saying a guy like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen still I'm wouldn't saying, go in? The, let's, no, let's I mean, no, no. I'm saying just in a world now, you know, not home, you know, not the ones where people are reaching. I'm just saying, like a consensus. Oh, they listen. They're already second rounders. Do you think now with all this crazy running backs, maybe a Josh Allen or fucking Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow ends up at the end of the first round? I mean, it's not unlikely, especially if like if you make it a fifth uh, a point for every fifteen passing yards like we do. You know what I mean? Like then then you're in you know those because really if you take the name out and you just look at the fantasy points, the quarterback usually is better than any of those motherfuckers. Yeah, you know what I'm but. It's the position scarcity. Why it's it's kind of the bad move, right? Right. It, it's especially if it's only one point for every twenty-five passing yards. You know what I mean? It's the the position scarcity of running backs and receivers. You know, there's only top twenty-fours, and you're hoping those though out of those top twenty-four in each position that they all hit. But then, you know, you know, maybe let's say eight out of them, eight out of the twenty-four in eat in running backs. And receivers, right? Eight out of their each position probably return value. That's not really a great margin either. You know what I mean? Yeah, eight out of twenty-four. Like that's, I mean, that that's insane when you think about it. You know, like you are. Taking, how it was this year? Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially for running back. I want to go do that. We should have an episode where it's like the truth about the running backs, and we go see how many who were drafted as a top twenty-four running back yeah. actually and we, finished. And we just gotta look twenty-four. Compare it to ADP, you know, yeah, like when popular ADP. It's, okay, but let's go back to this. So obviously Henry, uh, Cup, my fucking Taylor, Austin Eckler. I'm putting Joe Chase in there. Who is yeah. there? Chase. Chase. Jamar Jefferson. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Justin Jefferson. So that's seven. Then you know uh, we need some more running backs in here. Um, I know Cook will still be going there. You know what I mean? Some, you know, they, like I said, there's no particular order. I mean, did did we even say CMC? Did you already say him? Not, not, I didn't say CMC yet, so that's mine. Is even if more? even if he is a late round first or a mid round first or something, he's probably. I'm, I'm still putting Travis Kelsey in there. Some people aren't. JC Money just said Debo. I mean, the way that he finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's I guess. Potential. I mean, okay, we'll, we'll throw Debo and then we'll just say we have ten. We don't have to not put Kelsey. Say Cooper Cup. Yeah, yep. Cooper Cup. Um, I mean. I know we're missing some running backs here, bro. Like, I mean, Austin Eckler might even be up there again. He said it. He was in there. Um, What about Alvin Kamara? You think he sneaks up in there? I mean, he got drafted in the first round last night. I mean, I guess it just depends on when these drafts actually happen because we have no idea who their coach is or what moves they're going to make. Like, there's a lot of question marks about the same right now. Because even like, you know Nick Chubb. I got. I, you know, I, I would still throw his name into like the back of the first round. He's got to be. You know what I mean? So that's like eleven. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe even the Kelsey. Yeah. I and mean, there know, may be. Some, 
It's oh, crazy because Devontae Adams, we have to put Adams because in a world that like he ends up with Brady, I mean, uh, with uh, Rogers still, you know what I mean? That's why I said. It just depends on what really happens with all that. Like, I'm curious to see where Devontae Adams actually goes. I mean, we're starting these, uh, these dynasty drafts, like literally two days after the Super Bowl ends. So we're not going to have a lot of news. Those ones are the fun ones to do because there's going to be some people who, uh, you know, get some late round steals just because we have no idea what's going to happen with these guys. Dang. Like drafting Watson last year. Yeah. In Dynasty. Well, I mean, at at this time, like the people who, uh, like on the first ones that we did, Watson was drafted, I I, want to say. The the allegations didn't come out till like, you know, maybe uh, after the Super Bowl. I'm gonna I'm gonna go check when he was drafted in the very first league because we started the day after the Super Bowl okay. in that league. Yeah, the news wasn't out yet. And let me see. Dang it, we did two drafts. It might only show the last one, and Noble stole my phone. Oh, speaking of Noble, <laughs> I'll, I'll, hold on. I'll give you it back. We got to uh, we got to check something. I can only do it with my phone. Hold on. Hold hold on. Here we go. Got to get into the Dynasty League number one. We got to look at the previous leagues and then the draft results. But I, I swear he was drafted as a first rounder because it was before before the news came out. Whoa, careful, bud. Sorry. Right. Man, Watson's like a, someone that, uh, if I had Watson, I'd sell him so crazy right now. <laughs> ah, you know what's even funnier about this? It was Stu who drafted him in this league <laughs> at, at fifth overall. And mm. Dak Prescott didn't go until oh, the, ninth, the ninth pick. <laughs> he got the wrong Texas QB. <laughs> what happened? Why is he? You know, I don't get that. That's the first one. I thought he. he Here you go. Here you go. I, is that the one where you got Dak and he was trying to trade him? No. That was the one that we were in together, number seven. I wanted Tino to join one of these dynasty leagues, bro, but he was not fucking with it. Yeah, there we go. And Stu said, yep, there we go. As as I said it, he came in and owned up to it. <laughs> Took him fifth overall over Dak and everything. I, I was I was shocked. I was shocked. Flabbergasted. This was way before the news and everything came out about it because this was like February. I don't know. I can't remember what day the Super Bowl was, but it was like, you know, this is just a week into February. February 3rd last year, I think. Yeah, there you go. So we started this shit February 4th. And now we got to still wait. What do we got to wait? Three weeks until the Super Bowl and then uh and then they'll resume the investigation and, and if apparently when they resume it it's to close the investigation like I guess they're you know they're gonna pick up where they left off so they could close that thing yeah. whatever their uh final you want to know what is crazy is that <clears throat> uh, I think we covered this too at one point but Harry Roseman he sent some guys over there early on. And then when they came back, they're like, no, nah, we're not trading for him. Hmm. Remember when they said, then they came out and said, yeah, we're not in that, those conversations. But apparently they were, they, they were, they're about to, but they sent their guys and whatever they found out, they didn't like it. 
We got to hear more. We got to hear more. And Ronald said, Hustler, explain your Allen Robinson pick. Well, it was kind of a panic pick. We were down to the 32nd, you know, timer at that point. But I, I really feel like he gets the hell out of Chicago and he's going to go to a place where, I, I mean, hopefully. Hey, he did likes you hear it. he said, did you hear what he said? What did he say? He said, I, I uh, am exploring the idea of staying here. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, he just, it was, it was the coaches and him. They weren't, fuck, they weren't fucking with each other. Agents like, don't, yeah. do, no, you ain't playing. So remember, it would just be like he's hurt or he has COVID or this and that. And then like, yeah. then there was a one prime time spot. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna start. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a little bit of film, but they still limited him on his snaps. It was, and then that that made me that solidified it for me. I was like, oh yeah, they were just fucking. They were fucking him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm fucking um, dumbass Matt Nagy. All out of there. They're all yeah. Oh, the whole regime is gone. They didn't yeah. keep any of them. They're That's the, good. They got fired that Saturday. So right. Ryan Ryan Pays, I don't think he was on the Saturday, but he was shortly after. So they they got Nagy up out of there. Ryan Pays, and then they brought that. Remember we covered this the other day. The guy they hired, their GM, is a um he was a former undrafted free agent signed to the Bears, but he only was on the practice squad. And then like then he keep any he he worked his way in the scout and then like in research and development and shit like that for uh for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stu said, "Yep, I'll never live that first uh, that first ever Superflex League." Okay, all right. And I was expecting Dak to come back in the second round. Come on. And he said, "I smoked a lot prior to picking. I would have went Dak." <laughs> he said, "I won Mark's championship uh, with Watson." Okay, Mark's wife's championship with Watson. All right, yeah. So you were on the high from Watson. I I get that. I get that. And yeah, you're never gonna live that down. You're never gonna live that down. And they said, and then I was gonna trade Watson for Dak Plus uh, if I didn't get Dak in the second round. But damn, massage news came out. <laughs> that, that's crazy. So between yeah. your first and your second pick, the Watson, you news, know, that's nuts. <laughs> I always said this to me, like I loved having Andrew Luck in uh, in fantasy. So it was like I was never gonna ponder. When there was like a quarterback run, because this one back in the days, right? It's not still early on. And you know, that would happen. Like a quarterback run would happen. I'm like, oh shit, everyone's taking off the I have to have my Andrew Luck. You know what <laughs> I mean? I didn't be like, oh, I'm gonna wait on him. You know what I mean? He'll come back. Nah, I'm snatch him up right there when the run starts. And I always ended up with my guy. Cause I was because he was always never one of those guys that was coming first. Maybe after the 2014 season, because that's when he threw for 40 tugs. But before that, you know what I mean? It was like anyway. Huh? Kept getting hurt, you know. I mean, he late got hurt after year. the twenty, yeah, the twenty fifteen season. He that's yeah, exactly. But anyways, um, he still had a phenomenal twenty sixteen season. Then he finished like eight overall. You know what I mean? But and he came out of value that year. But then, yeah, that was it for him. Oh, he had twenty eighteen again. Then he just was just like peppered, huh? Like a little yeah. board, like in yeah. out, in out. Yeah, but he, I won. Uh, uh, I won a championship with him his rookie year in a two QB league and then um and then won a championship with him in uh, his last year. Love love neckbeard. I lost a championship to Steamboat with him in my husband that keeper league. That was that one. That was that first year that set it off. And we had to come go on the fucking three year losing streak in the title game. No, but this but but going back to what I'm saying, if Dak was Stu's guy, you don't take Watson over him. You don't do it. I mean, there's no way that Watson would have went. Not in that league. He wouldn't have went to the second round either. 
But uh, but he still yeah. would have ended up with his man's. See, you know what that tells me too is that there was still in the back of everybody's head about having this guy in Dynasty when he was coming off that injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was still a little shakiness, like. So maybe that's why he thought he could fall to the second. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stu stills did. Uh... Oh wait, actually wait. Stu's draft position three, so he did really bad. He did bad in this league. Never mind. I was gonna say at least you still did pretty good in the league, but <laughs> not not year one. Maybe year two will be a little bit better. Okay, this is gonna be dope. This gonna, this draft these drafts are gonna be dope. When when they we're doing the rookie draft like the week after the draft. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. Then this one's gonna be crazy. So Justin touched on it a little bit earlier, but yeah, here's the difference, uh, Bogard. So you got to draft your draft. Your you have to draft your rookie draft picks in the draft. So instead of and so instead of picking a player, you would pick like a kicker or like a retired yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a placeholder for whatever. So if you're the first one to pick Hold a kicker, on. then you got the first overall up. pick. Yeah, in the in these first three that are starting. Okay, yeah, because then we're doing the rookie draft this year. Yeah, so we're gonna have two two separate drafts. Yeah. But I know there's okay. some leagues where okay, I get it. So they just do like a reverse order so or whatever. But where, where, where do we claim that? Is that an option on sleeper? It's a kicker that you uh, that you pick, and so whoever picks a kicker, that's the automatic draft pick. So just like Justin said, you pick a kicker first, that's one hundred and one in the rookie. You pick a kicker second, it's one hundred and two in the rookie, okay. and just so on and so forth. So, like, say you get to, like, the second. I, don't know, I guess whoever wants to take the first pick at a rookie person, you know. We've had that go in the second, in the player, third. Like, it picker. goes in a lot of places. I'm just going to let it all pan out, and then I'm going to trade, like, for the first three picks in the fucking rookie draft. <laughs> <laughs> Watch. <laughs> I'm not going to have one kicker, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna trade for the first three picks in the motherfucking rookie draft. I want to see that. I want to see that. That's gonna make some good. Uh, it's gonna be for some good content. That's for sure. All right, we've been at. We're gonna wrap a bow on this thing. We've been at it for a little bit. We got some. We got a lot of dynasty content coming over uh, the next couple weeks. Gonna be some uploads. Gonna be some live streams. But I want to have these on Saturday where we have a little hour session where we just talk some dynasty, get some questions coming in. And it's fun. It's fun getting into dynasty mode. Oh yeah. And we got to get ready now. It is already upon us. I know there's people who started drafting their dynasty leagues like in uh, in week 18. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're a little bit behind to those degenerates. Now, listen, man. Those guys didn't win their their fantasy leagues. That's why. No, they didn't. <laughs> they were bad free time. On the- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bogard, tell them everything they need to know on the way out. Uh. The earth is my turf. Universe, give me money. All that shit. Uh, we got... Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do with Playmakers this, this next Wednesday, but I, I want to do something fun. Like, not... Because you know, then, then we'll do the championship breakdown for whoever the two teams are the following week. But, yeah, speaking of the two teams, bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? I hope, you know, we're, we're a game away. Jimmy, we're going to win ugly with, with your handsome ass. At least I'm hopeful and faithful. He has to be a good game manager. If he can be a good game manager, listen, you don't speak on Jimmy. Away from what Jesus, you, what you, you don't talk about Jimmy. 
And we've been talking about doing an award show. You know, I mean, this week may be a little too quick if I got to be the one to come up with all the uh, the graphics and shit. But I've been wanting to do that. It's always good fun getting real high and real drunk and talking can about. We do that uh, for playmakers. We can I can get the graphic done. You know what I mean? Well, no, 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 not the graphic, but oh, I mean, yeah. just like in show. Like I want to, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to do the whole? Yeah, you want to do the whole production? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we got to do it right. Yeah, just makes it more fun. I mean, we could have people pre-record, like, fucking uh, presenting awards, too. Then we could have all kind of different guest uh, award fucking, uh, you know, speakers or whatever they call them. That'd be pretty cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, we got to think of some obscure um, awards to come up with. I mean, shit, we could even motherfucking um, look into the cameo, bro. Ooh, there we go. Tino said award show the week before the Super Bowl. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. There we it get, is, we, you know. We could do it. Uh, we could Just do it like that Sunday. Do it. We could do it that Sunday or that Saturday. Either one. I mean, whoever can I'm, swing it. I'm down to do. If I'm, cause I don't know what we're doing for Super Bowl, bro. To be honest, I'm probably not. I'm, we're not going to do no put no crazy party with hella people. You know what I mean? Well, no, but the week before the Super Bowl, we're going to. No, do. but I'm saying like, yeah. I'm, I'm even. I'm even saying we do something like a like. We have like a dope couple hours before Super Bowl that we could like, you know what I mean? Well, I definitely want to live stream during the Super Bowl as well. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to be going to a party or anything like that. So we'll just be doing shit at the house. You know, there's too many folks right now that got that shit. <laughs> Even yeah. in the studio yesterday, in the studio, we had a motherfucking protocol. It's just like every time somebody gets in before they get in the booth, they wiping everything down and then they spray this joint and then close the booth up then open it up let it all air out then the next person go in there yeah because that because the idea like it's funny because man yesterday's session i had to get it was you know it's four of us you know because we're we have a like a like a uh, like a three-way album with one producer so one guy making all the beats so he's the fourth party and then we got three spitters you know what i mean and it's like some we're on some old school like hip-hop shit on this one you know what i mean Nice. Spin. But, but anyway, long story longer, because I forgot we, we, we were supposed to be closing the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It was just like, damn, every time I've been going into work, I've been by myself. You know what I mean? So I really had to worry about, you know what I'm saying, this motherfucker sweating ass ears on this headphones that I'm about to put on. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like the closest I've been to people outside of Disneyland. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where we're just around all the people. Yep. Insane. Hell yeah. All right, JC Money. Tell them everything you got going on on the way out. All right. I think we're going to be starting our show for uh, NBA content for Super Draft Pro. The, there is a Super Draft Pro contest tonight, so we will be covering that. But uh, Craig wanted to watch his Kansas State or Kansas game tonight for uh, NCAA basketball. So we will be going uh, live here in like 50 minutes, something like that. Close to that, you know, 405 or what is it, 505 Eastern time. So we'll be doing that um, and then talking about some of the main slate shit too. But uh, other than that, you can find me on YouTube, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter at JC Money Design. Make sure you go get subscribed. We're going to be doing a giveaway. So get signed up. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, make sure you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com and go uh, get subscribed on all the podcast platforms out there. Need to get those downloads up, guys. Appreciate it. And if you're going to be, if you want to get into the Super Bowl squares, I got four boards going as of now a 650 board, a $12, $23, and a $55. I'll explain all the different ones. Just hit me up. Bunch of fun boards, and uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of money flowing. That's for sure. So just hit me up on. Uh, <clears throat> Hit me up on Discord or shoot me a DM. You can find it all on fantasyfootballhustler.com. But yeah, hit me up to get involved. All right, we're out. Peace. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.